you're listening to Plan Style Do, the wedding podcast. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Plan Style Do. I am your host, Jordan Weaver. I'm a wedding planner and stylist and founder of Jordan Weaver Events. Each week, I bring you bite-sized episodes packed full of actionable tips and advice to help simplify your wedding planning and get you on track to the most beautiful day of your life. Today, I've got a solo episode and I'm covering five things to consider when choosing your wedding ceremony time. From photo opportunities to vendor availability, I'm walking you through some of the key things you should factor in when picking your ceremony start time. So let's dive in. So first up, why is your ceremony time so important? Well, from a planning and run sheet point of view, your ceremony start time is one of the cornerstones of your wedding day run sheet or your wedding day timeline. Once you have your ceremony time in place, you can work back to schedule your guest arrival time, your hair and makeup timings, the pickup time for guests if you're arranging transport for them, things like vendor setup times. And you can also work forwards to schedule things like the start time of your pre-dinner drinks, your reception start time, and so on. So you can see it's a really central piece of the puzzle that is your wedding day. So let me say there are no hard and fast rules when it comes to setting your ceremony time. But in this episode, I want to just cover some of the things that it's well worth taking into consideration. Afternoon ceremonies are the most common place and the most popular with couples, but having said that, I've had a couple who've had their ceremony at 9am and a breakfast reception to follow, so it's really going to depend entirely on your priorities for the day and the atmosphere you want to create. So here are my five things to bear in mind when choosing your ceremony time. My first tip, think about the time of year you're getting married. Well, why is this so important? Well, for two reasons. Firstly, in winter, the sun sets earlier than it does in summer or spring. So you want to choose a ceremony time that allows you and your photographer time to capture all those gorgeous couple and family and bridal party pictures before the sun goes down. The time photographers love the most is called golden hour, and that's the hour before the sun sets. It gives you those really lovely, soft, romantic photos that are also flattering. So when scheduling your ceremony time, Look at what time the sun sets on the particular wedding date you're getting married and make sure you've got at least an hour to capture those gorgeous golden hour pics. The second reason the time of year is important is because when it comes to your ceremony time, you want to make sure the sun isn't shining right into your or your guests' eyes as you're exchanging your vows. If you're able to and you've booked your venue more than a year out, I would recommend going to the venue around the time of year and the time of day you want to get married and just see what the positioning of the sun is like. Now, I fully appreciate this might not be possible for everyone. So if you're not able to get there in person, speak to the venue manager or the property owner and get their thoughts on the positioning of the sun at the time of year and the time of day you want to get married, just so that you can avoid the harsh or bright sunlight shining right into your eyes. Tip number three, when choosing your ceremony time, be mindful of how long your guests will be standing around between your ceremony ending and your reception beginning. This time is also known as your cocktail hour or your pre-dinner drinks. 
So for me, around about an hour and a half to two hours is the perfect length for cocktail hour. It gives you and your bridal party enough time to go away with your photographer and get your pics, but it also gives you enough time to spend with your guests as well, mingling. It's enough time for your guests to socialize with one another without them getting totally hangry or downing too many drinks before the reception. The perfect balance. Tip number four, and that is factor in your reception end time and any curfews your venue may have in place when deciding on your ceremony time. Standard reception ending time for a wedding venue is around about 11 p.m., but if your venue has an earlier curfew, you may want to schedule your ceremony earlier to allow enough time for things like speeches, cake cutting, and of course, plenty of dancing. Tip number five, if you have your heart completely set on a particular celebrant, you may need to be a little bit flexible with your ceremony start time to work around their availability. So at peak periods of the year, particularly October through to February, it's not uncommon for the most popular celebrants to do more than one wedding on a particular day. Generally speaking, between 3 p.m. and 4 p.m. on a Saturday is the most popular time of the week to get married. So if you have a celebrant in mind, and they're an absolute must-have for you, you may need to work around their availability slightly. So let's recap my top five things to consider when setting your wedding ceremony time. Number one, the time of year you're getting married. Number two, the length of your ceremony. Number three, the length of your cocktail hour. Number four, the time your reception needs to end by, as set by your venue. And number five, the availability of key vendors like your celebrant. Well, that brings an end to this week's episode of Plan Style Do. If you've enjoyed it and you've got something out of it, please jump on your favorite podcast platform to subscribe and leave a review so other couples can find us. And for more advice, tips, and inspiration, make sure to follow me on Instagram at Jordan Weaver Events. I'm Jordan Weaver. Thanks for joining me and I'll catch you next time.